0: This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar.
1: Transformers.
2: This is Radio Free Cybertron episode. Uh, what is seven hundred nine? Yeah, I'm tired. So tired. We're all so tired. Any more caffeine? Hold on. Let me take an energy drink shot. Mmm. So I'm Xv. I'm Brian. There's DieCast. I'm here. And Matt. Hey. And Don. And Rob. I still exist. And Hi, Rob. John. Hey, I'm eating on air. Well, you're not on video.
3: Of course, this okay, is a Dad, podcast. quietly, so it's fine.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm about to. So I'm, I'm working through this Rockstar, and once I'm known with the Rockstar, I'm going to move to this beautiful glass bottle of Dr. Pepper with Ooh. cane sugar.
3: I, I'm just powered by uh, Mountain Dew Code Red tonight. Mm. Have but you I, tried Mountain Dew Zero? No, why would I? It's not bad. But
4: I want the sugar. Yeah, Mountain Dew Zero has a weird aftertaste to me. Just Yeah,
1: yeah it, it's it, to, to me it's not, it's not it's not that much different than uh Diet Mountain Dew. That tastes and different. For the right. new melon is not good.
3: Like the most pointless thing to me that ever existed in soda was diet <clears throat> caffeine-free Mountain Dew. Yeah,
2: yes
1: yeah, Which
3: that. you which you can't really find anymore anyway, but it did exist at one point and it's just like why? Yeah, I know. Hey, so why
2: are we here? We're here to talk about Transformers and news and stuff. I, I was looking at um, uh, Twitter today. Um, I'm sorry. Anthony, uh, cfe.info, uh, had shared a link to a BotCon99 video, and it was on the BotCon Archives YouTube channel and I think we'd asked a couple weeks back when Don had started asking the question about headmaster RC and if there's an answer it's there. So I'm going to start oh, digging yeah. through, yeah, I'm going to start digging through that uh, channel and looking specifically, it's either going to be during the Hasbro panel or the organizer panel. So I'll look at those videos, but I was looking at BotCon 94 um, Hasbro panel, which I didn't even realize Hasbro was there, but they were. Yeah. And um I'm pretty sure it was Don who asked the question about the Transformers Generation Two SNES game. So I shared the link out on Twitter. I retweeted it from at TF Radio. If you want to check it out, I'm ver- it sounds exactly like Don. It's just it's odd that Don would. To me, it seemed odd that Don would ask that question, but Don is dropping some knowledge—not not exactly accurate accurate knowledge. It's uh, you know, there's a old rumor that it became the Transformers G2 game was uh, discontinued and became Vortex, uh, which was also a Super FX 2 chip game. Apparently that's not the case. But Don is conversant about that stuff, so I bet it was him who asked that question.
1: I don't, I'll be honest, I don't remember. But uh, some of the guys that I know working for the local GameStop, when I was talking to Alan Oppenheimer, at that last TFCon, asking him about his Skeletor voice, I don't even remember asking that question and its own video that I did. So, yeah, I may have. I, I just don't remember.
2: But I
3: do hope you're that just, the f- you're just old now, Don.
2: Yeah, I do hope that the first, you know, yeah. when you're he releasing Headmaster RC, question was asked. I I was even searching, um, I was even searching uh, Google Groups, formerly Dejan News, uh, for like references to that. And the first reference I found was like 2001, and I know he was asking the question before that. Uh, but interestingly enough, Don started posting back to... He'd left and came back to Alt-Toys Transformers in 1999. And that was, of course, 22 years ago. Uh. Don's typing and writing was so much better then. Don, what happened? Usually little- usually like going back, I look at my stuff, I'm like, God, I couldn't write at all. And Actually, yeah, but Don, you're, like, clear and coherent. I guess it's, you're not working 100 hours a day you know, I, a I, at that point.
1: I, yeah, I'm sorry I'm not coherent anymore.
2: No, 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 no. you totally are, but, like, your writing was just crisp.
1: I don't I, know. It's, I got old. I got tired. You know, in
3: 1999, my writing was crisp and coherent, Um Eric Crownover didn't was being know right
2: he was being born.
3: <laughs> funny enough, funny enough in 1999, Don
2: was still using the same email address that Don uses in 2021.
3: I
1: have had I have had the same MindSpring.com account since 1990. Yeah. Yeah. That was because I ha- bought my first computer and it was an IBM PS1 <clears throat> in 94.
2: Yeah, that was I've had my
5: email longer than Don. Uh Wait, yeah. you had it before? You had it before when, 94?
2: When... when did you get you set up your email address? Oh, you know yeah. what? Uh, it was 94. Um, I well, I was,
5: I was 12, so... For your Gmail? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and, no, no. You know what? I, I stand corrected. I set it up as... Uh, it was Diecast 2, but it was at AOL, because AOL was the thing that was popular. Do you still have it? No. Oh, then it
2: doesn't count.
3: I don't think yeah, so. I think I think yeah. Diecast is yeah. more thinking like you know he has the same email handle from yeah uh, yeah well that don't the same what? email Honestly,
2: account.
5: It's yeah. been so long I forgot that it was yeah. AOL. First.
1: Yeah, I was I was running I was running Windows three point one point oh three point one whatever the fr- basically I was running Windows three one on a twenty four hundred ball modem.
3: Um, that sounds correct for 1984. Yeah. So um.
2: My first email address, I still have it, goes back to 1997, but Don wins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, enough about that. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, we didn't have a live show last week. Uh, we did a live stream for our patrons at patreon.com slash TF Radio.
3: I think we, that that is still visible to patrons who were not able to be there live. It is.
2: I also correct? posted as a podcast. So, it's there okay. in podcast form. Uh, but if you want to go and check it out, go to patreon.com slash TF Radio and sign up. Uh, so this is the first episode that we've done since um, 707, because 708 was our big year in review show. Go check that out, tfradio.net slash 708.
3: Yes, can, please, validate oh, the three hours we spent doing that. Oh, yes. Make, yes. make it
2: worth something, please. Yes. <laughs> so that is definitely, definitely worth checking out. So that would be fun. And as Cheesy Patty said, it was dead last week. Yes.
3: We were, probably we probably should have worked harder to advertise the.
2: I, it was Cheesy Patty Ness and maybe one other person. We but we did a I show think for Jacob them was there? Yeah, and we I think we did a show for them. But it is they're still mm-hmm. available and it, it's also available in podcast form. So, uh let's see here. What else? Anything else to talk about? Nothing else is really. Happened. I have a question. Yes, sir. It it's probably me just being dumb and
5: didn't realize it. But did anyone else know these Kingdom cards that there's a sticker that you can pull off of it, and there's a new card underneath it?
2: I yeah, yeah. I, I might have mentioned that the day that I talked through like the first wave of Kingdom back in December. And Hasbro covered that, that on their panel
6: team. alone.
3: Yeah, Hasbro uh, revealed that during um, Pulse Con. Pulse yeah, yeah. So that was late that September thing too. <laughs> Yeah, when
0: they when yeah, they did the fair, first September official, was ten years ago. Yeah,
3: it's true. that's true. You when know. they did the um, official reveal of Kingdom that first day of PulseCon, they uh, detailed the stickers. They didn't show like what was underneath the stickers, but they demonstrated that you know you can peel that front layer off and reveal secret information. Yeah,
5: uh, my friend Rob told me, and he had just found out too, and I I
3: was just amazed. I was like,
5: I don't ever remember hearing that. <laughs>
3: And there's probably other people in our audience who didn't catch that detail initially either. So, Like, I, I want
5: to peel it off, but then I'm like, I don't know where to put the sticker if I peel it yeah, off. On your Trapper Keeper.
3: I just don't care that much. Well, on your Trapper Keeper.
5: Ah, yeah. I don't have a Trapper Keeper anymore. What? I have well, two.
2: <laughs> of course you do. They're new Trapper um, Keepers, though. That, like, when I say new, like in the last 10 years, the last time Mead made them. <clears throat> I wish I had a vintage Trapper Keeper. That would be cool. But I'm not that cool. Uh well, eBay. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here.
6: <laughs> hey, let's oh. So easy. Yeah. So easy. <laughs> um,
2: hey, are we, we going to do the live are we going to do the non-toy fair live stream? Do we still want to do that? Yeah, we should yeah, we should make a plan around that. So that's about a month away. So it looks like that'll be on Saturday the 13th. Is that okay to do it that day? That's like Valentine's Day weekend.
3: I mean, Diecast always misses Valentine's Day anyway, so I think
6: Don's the only one who might have a problem now.
3: Well, Valentine's Day is on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's also yeah, Saturday.
1: Re- yeah, but I, I've requested that Sunday off for girlfriend-related girlfriend related Valentine's dinner Good. stuff. So, yeah. Good. Okay. So I won't be available Saturday. So I think
2: we'll be doing a live stream that day. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I don't know how big a deal we're going to make of it. But at the very least, it'll be a fun live stream. To, to, yeah, we'll, to BS we'll about figure toys. Some stuff out. Yeah, I so, definitely want to hear
5: when Don has to buy a ring and how he dononomics is that because that's going to be impressive.
2: Uh, yeah, he'll see. He'll have to get like all his eBay bucks, uh, <laughs> and uh, no.
3: See, the thing is, diecast. The true expression of love is to give a gift that you use no Dononomics on at all. Mm. True love is full retail.
5: I, I just, I just have a feeling something
2: under one of those sheets is getting sold.
3: <laughs> I don't think.
2: Well, I don't think Don would sell anything. To I it think Don is. To, I think Don is, That wouldn't. I don't think that. I don't think. I think Don would end up selling. He, he would end up going to Target and buying up all those cranks, maybe. But.
3: <laughs> Do you still have any Rainmaker sets, Don?
2: <laughs> no, just, just mine.
1: Just mine. I need to yeah. still need to open them.
2: Ooh. Gosh, a plain green vintage Trapper Keeper, 70 bucks. That
3: seems – how vintage is vintage when we're talking vintage Trapper Keepers? 80s. It would have to be, like, mint-conditioned. Right. Yeah.
2: Uh, there's one from 92 here that still has, like, the uh, shelf tag on it. It's from 92. Is- uh, 50 bucks. It's pretty, but I'm not getting it. I don't need it. So let's move on. <laughs>
3: No, that's just like an interesting glimpse into a collector market I never thought of, like you know, people who want vintage like school stationery stuff.
2: I'm not gonna lie. This is not the first time I've looked for a vintage trapper keeper on eBay.
3: I'm not gonna lie either. I am not at all surprised by that statement, Brian.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs>
3: you know, I, I, I still w- I still wish
1: I had my members only jacket. It would probably worth Nothing. quite a bit at this point.
2: You can still buy members only jackets, Don. Don't they still make them? Well, we know what we're getting done for his birthday. Yeah. <laughs>
3: hey, speaking of birthdays, Chris, yours is how many days away? <laughs> next Tuesday. Hmm. So next week's show, I'll be old and sad instead of just you know slightly not as old as like I am this week. Twenty-five yeah. is that right? For, you know, Chris, yeah. for Chris, it will be Tuesday.
6: For Chris, it will be Tuesday. Yeah, I'm yeah. to turn
3: 37, <laughs> and you've thank known you thank you, Matt, as
1: because, as because I was. I was trying to piece together something using that line, and I just could not get anything to... to Manicare is saying so members only
2: still made, so I thought so.
3: But you have to be a member. That's true. <laughs>
2: That's why no one buys the jackets yeah. anymore. No one's a member. Uh, hey, so let's go ahead and jump to our 2021 predictions.
4: Uh, I'll but go first. Oh no.
2: yeah, Chris, you can go first.
3: Okay, so I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit on one of these, but I've basically got three categories. So, one of them is just kind of mundane. So, for that one, it's going to be, we're going to see a new subline announced this year. Studio Series Selects, in order to catch redecos like Ricochet that wouldn't have a place in normal Studio Series, but let them reuse things like Studio Series Jet. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that's a good idea. And especially if that would uh, get us, like, uh, a Selects, like, E-Hobby Black Rodimus out of that Hot Rod mold. You know, that's another thing I'd really like to see, maybe... It would be another. Uh, it would be a mechanism for them to like get like a minor redeco scourge out of sweet, for instance. You know, there's there's a few things they could do with that to actually justify like making a whole subline around Studio's 386 eighty six recolors. So I think we'll see that this year. Uh, for number two is where I'm really cheating because this is my masterpiece predictions. I've got three things here. <clears throat> I've, I've split them into three categories of masterpiece. So the obvious, Masterpiece Crosscut will get announced, which uh, Crosscut would be the redeco slash retool of skins. Yeah. Um, optimistic is Jazz, finally. And out there, I'm calling Beast Wars Masterpiece Terror Store, because that would require even more magic in the engineering than Dinobot did. I like it. And it would it. be just as big and expensive. Uh my third prediction is uh the the sad trombone prediction. the entirety of the twenty twenty two generations line will be leaked for august mm. so uh look forward to the RC extra leak cast sometime this summer <laughs> mm. and those are my predictions for this year sweet diecast
5: oh, I was gonna hope I was gonna go later uh for masterpiece <laughs> I'll go with um I'm gonna say we're not getting jazz because I've I picked that one for like the last two or three years. And at this watch point, watch it I happen think like
2: this it's year. I know
5: hopeless because we're getting a skids and they skip jazz and it's so frustrating. Uh, so I'm gonna go with no jazz. I'll go with a um Skywarp announced this year. That's and then safe. see I I really don't know what to do with generations i I feel like I skip don't
6: it. No, yeah just skip it
5: yeah um we're not we don't
2: have categories just death do predict whatever
5: and then uh, I just predict something and and this is gonna be open to interpretation but very different for the next trilogy yeah i I
3: would believe that like not g1. Like I wouldn't er- believe that. I mean not in its entirety anyway. What was that? I-, I wouldn't believe they would not do G one, at least in part, but yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean it's it's it seems like everything's up until now it was like inspired by G one, inspired by G one, inspired by G one. Now it's like straight on G one. I I don't know. That's that's really all
2: I got. So
5: has... yeah, no, so, I mean
3: this seems plausible and I hope you're right about that one though. So
2: can you restate that one. I was distracted. Um, how, how
5: the best way to put it is something that's that's not gonna be G one for generations. You think, you think that
3: troll trilogy is gonna be something different as okay. not G one. That's similar to G one.
2: that's similar to one of my predictions. Um, let's see here, Rob. Okay. Um, I only have
7: two there off the top of my head. Um, I I think that. Skids is going to be the beginning of a trend and masterpieces are going to step back from their current price and complexity levels to the relief of basically everyone. Um, I also think I'm going to get more specific than Diecast and say that the uh, the new team is going to go with an Armada theme for the next genera- uh, chapter in Generations, which probably will be the start of a new trilogy.
2: I would love that. I love Armada. Armada,
6: er- John Cybertron trilogy.
2: Yeah. Cool. Is that <laughs> it? That's all sweet, uh, Matt.
6: Okay, I decided to have fun with this because, like, we already know like everything coming up in Kingdom. So, like, like Chris said, you know, whatever's coming after Kingdom is going to get leaked. But my guess is it's going to be Euro G One characters, and we're going to get a generation's Thunder Clash.
3: Oh. You say you wrote that for you, but I, you really wrote that for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> all Ooh. right, this next. Matt, hey, hey, yeah.
2: uh, things I want to buy. I'm going to complete my Euro G1 collection, I think, right now. Let me do that. Okay, so
3: that's that's one of Brian's predictions for 2021. He's going to complete his Euro G1. <laughs> right now, right now. I only have like a couple pieces left. Okay, so take a drink, everybody. Okay.
6: Go ahead. All right. All <clears> right. <throat> Um, I, I had to write this down because it, it's kind of lengthy. Um, pro <laughs> will stop using clear plastic in toys because it's nearly impossible to match paint and plastic colors, and it's good for nothing other than showing folded up robot parts under windshields, and it is fragile and stupid and we hate it. I support this. Okay. Take me
3: back to the Combiner Wars days and everything was opaque. Yes. Oh,
6: Really? Okay. Um. Alright, Masterpiece. Masterpiece, you know, skids through everything, you know, out the window. Everything's on the table, so... They're they're going to get into to masterpiece troop builders masterpiece and all. Interesting. Now,
3: um, as a subset of this, Matt, how many of those are you going to buy?
6: We'll discuss that when we see a price point. <laughs> okay. And my last one. This is this is for diecast. Due to production challenges and inflated shipping prices, Haslab Unicron delayed until early twenty twenty
2: two.
6: That's too close. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Don. Don, you're muted. I muted you a while ago. I'm muted. Yeah. Don, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Don.
1: Okay, sorry, I didn't realize. Okay, that's fine. I didn't realize I was making noise. I was causing problems. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I've got four predictions. Uh, two are one is way out, and the other one is oh hell no, but I'm going to do it anyway because because this is this is what I'm thinking. In Kingdom, we are going to see. Beast Wars Inferno but called Scavenger hmm. like he like the Transmetal 2 version Transmetal version was back in Beast Wars so they'll be able to get an Inferno into the line for fans but it's going to be called Scavenger both as an homage to the original the way that it was done originally and maybe to keep the name so we will we will, we will be getting Ant Inferno but that way that way they don't have two infernos in the same line through Pulse or through Takara as a crowd, crowd-funded option, we will be seeing Black Zarak from Scorponok that comes with a recolored Fast Track for the spear, and it will include an effects part that will either be a energy blast effect, but for those of us that know, it will also represent Devil Z. Okay. My way out there... I will finally get my Skylinks repainted as the Purple Griffin from Aerial Assault.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Now my way way out my my way way out there, they are going to finally remember that they also have Gobots under their banner and we are going to see a combiner war Stunticon gift set redone as Puzzler.
2: That's interesting.
3: That's that is definitely way the hell out there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought your "way the hell out there" thing was going to be uh, MP51 plus so, uh, uh,
1: Well, I decided with, with, with as y'all said with skids coming out, everything is just literally who knows. So besides, I'm not buying many masterpieces right now anyway. So let's just see what happens.
2: Don's lagged as well, I think. And that's, oh, good, that's my predictions. Me. Cool. Okay, uh, John. Well, I've got I've got boost on. Sorry. Oh, he has definitely lagged. <laughs> yeah, he's lagged. <laughs> Way lagged. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll get all
4: better. All right. Maybe he can tell us about the uh, past. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, no, that that would because we just lived it. That's not helpful at all. Anyway. <laughs> we could tell him about the future. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, there you go. Um let's see here. Okay, so a couple things. Uh that weird Armada Prime uh test shot that we saw like seven years ago. Uh, that will drop out of nowhere uh, in the middle of the year. Um, kind of like some things have dropped before, just like we forgot they exist. And then all of a sudden, uh, like the Devastator gift set, like we hear rumors and then, oops, he shipped, right? So he's just done. So I think, I think we'll just get that falling out of the sky. Um, and then my other one that I really wanted to try to think about, and I don't think it's a perfect solution, but I do. my prediction is we will have another HasLab Transformers project. Oh, good and one. then the the question is what it what is it because Unicron is like the only thing in Transformers lore that is like an obvious choice for Haslab, so anything else is a stretch. So, so, so that's no, John, a have, to Mark.
3: John, let me ask you a question based on that prediction. Sure. Like, do you think sure. they would use Haslab the same way Takara Tomyball tried to do their own? Essentially, crowdfunding through pre-orders. Yeah, use that to get Titan Recolors made.
4: Yeah, Mm. so I I thought about that. That's definitely like a possibility. (laughs) Kind of like Don was saying, like Black Zarek or a reissue of Fort Fortress Maximus or something like that. Metro
3: Titan, yeah.
4: Metro Titan or um, a new Metroplex that is like just not quite as ambitious as Unicron, but Metroplex version two. Yeah, I think that's I think that's all more plausible than what I decided to say because it's oh, more no. fun to think about and it was, it's what Diecast said uh, Autobot City so some take on Autobot City where they really play into the the uh, base mode and it turns into pseudo Metroplex or something like that but it's really marketed as this giant kind of sprawling Autobot City um, that's my crazy prediction but I could totally see HasLab being like here's Metroplex 2 and here's Black Zarek so that's it. I really want a Hezlab Metroplex now.
5: Yeah. In a two pack, you have to get Black Zarek and Metroplex or uh, Metro Titan in a two pack. Uh, but well, I wanted I, to say something that came to my mind when John was predicting that Armada—that was Armada Prime, right—that we saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now that could be an early hint to the next trilogy. At. at Because Rob said that he thought they might go Armada in the next trilogy and that could... Maybe that is a hint.
3: Mm. Maybe. So I think that was probably developed too early to be something they were... Yeah, we saw that two years ago. With intent for the next trilogy, but... They could use it. Yeah, if they decide to revisit some of that stuff, that could certainly be an outlet to actually get that into production and into a retail line, because like... From what we've heard, the big stopping point right now is that Takara just has no idea what to do with that now that they've made it. They don't know where it goes.
5: Or, crazy conspiracy theory, um, Takara did that, put it in the show, Hasbro saw it and said, hey, that's that's what we want to do for the next trilogy, you know, take that out for now. It could have been a
3: coincidence that Takara, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's It's certainly possible in a sense, Um, like, I would say, like, similar to how two different versions of Computron happened at the same time between them, but with brand unification, like, you know, they saw that and then started talking about, like, why don't we jump off of this and, like, do some more stuff and we'll just hold this back. We'll put it in this and come back do. to it later. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it doesn't matter if they shelve it for a couple of years. Like, you know, they're sitting on an investment then, but as long as they have a concrete plan to bring that out, they're still going to get that money back, right. presumptively. So, I mean, that, yeah, no, that's more plausible than some of the things we're tossing around yeah. right now. <laughs> you know what's scary? Uh, a lot of things, but what?
2: The prospect of buying a G1 Pyro. Oh, yes,
3: that's frightening.
4: I predict that Brian will buy a G1 Pyro this year and I'd break it. Oh, I
3: predict it will end in tears.
2: I, I'm I'm looking at one. that's in the box right now, and it's gorgeous. In tears and
6: shattered gold plastic.
4: Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I don't think Brian's stupid enough to buy one of those and then open it. Yeah.
4: There you go. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going in a like a lock box or something.
3: Yeah. This goes back to what we were talking about with uh, a few months ago or like early last year, maybe, like, you know, getting Black Xerx or like Mint in Box mm-hmm. Overlords and stuff, and then just having to like take no, up that, custodianship. That comes in a window box,
6: so he'll drop it and it will break <laughs> You'll in see the it. sealed package uh, and he'll be able to see that's it. It's
2: not sealed,
6: but cool. I'm to kind of
2: Go ahead. He'll,
6: he'll
1: get it. He'll get it, he'll put it on the shelf, and he'll put it under a sheet like you're supposed to do.
3: That's, no, it's a gold <laughs> plastic, it's not going to have this color.
4: Yeah, and an airtight bed sheet, just seal it. Brian, you got to save your money for like 90% of the arcade one up releases this year. I don't so need them. Oh, like
6: that X Men cabinet. Oh. You, don't, you don't need any of
4: it. You don't need any, any of the stuff like around you, behind you, right. to the yeah. left, to the right. <laughs>
3: I think yeah, but I think we all understand when we say, you know, whether we need something or not, like we don't have a context for how we collect whatever we're collecting where this is like part of that pattern. I'm
2: gonna invest this year in a four player main cabinet and be done with it. Okay. That way I don't have to worry about buying another arcade one up. Yeah. I already sense. have I already have the the uh, the cabinet now the um the the bar top version which I love, but it's two players. Uh, I'm just going to do a four-player and be done. You heard it here, folks. It's been my plan for a while. Okay. Uh, My predictions, they're not that interesting or enticing. Uh, One, uh, I'm just bucking on an assumption that I had, because I assumed that Studio Series 86 was going to be a 2021 deal, but I'm predicting that it's going to continue beyond 2021. Um, Not a bold prediction by any stretch. A masterpiece, non-G1, non-Beast Wars toy will be announced.
3: Okay. Fascinating.
2: Yeah. And I guess my bold prediction, uh, very specific. It's either right or it's wrong. TFCon
4: acquires official convention status. All right. So, there you go. Pack your bags and Don, practice asking the question once again in the mirror. We're obligated to to get you there to the next official convention and your work is not done. Yeah, I mean, like... no,
1: I mean, I, I think, no, no, I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm good.
4: I think
3: we'd have to have Don update the question for 2022 to be specifically like, you know, when can we expect the uh, headmaster masterpiece RC? Since like, you know, it's come out in one format already, even though mm-hmm. it's uh, not the ideal one.
4: And, and but... I will say, actual masterpiece RC's head is big enough. To turn into a decent-sized mini robot, we're almost there, Don. But we need your strength. We need one more spirit bomb from Don to make it happen.
2: Okay, uh, let's go ahead and jump to the news. Yes. So, masterpiece skits announced. We we'd mentioned that, of course. And
3: we yeah. teased it during the year in review show. Yeah. a little bit.
2: And we just mentioned it though in the predictions. So,
3: um, hey. So we... weird. So
2: weird. I mean, it's announced, is it, is it, was it announced or was it leaked?
3: No, it's official. It uh, came out through the uh, Takara social media channels.
2: Well, there you go. It's line art. It looks nice.
3: Yeah, so this would be a rendering from their CAD assets mm-hmm. for where they're working on the design for this at this point. <clears throat> um, so like, just like with Starscream, the early stuff we saw with that, we can expect Skids to look very close to what this depicts um so i don't think we're gonna be like surprised in a few months and it's gonna be like you know super cartoon accurate uh, as much as there is such a thing for skits who is in the cartoon for all of about 45 seconds total yeah <laughs> i have masterpiece uh, skits right here
4: <sighs> okay call the cops <laughs> call the ip cops the interesting many...
3: thing with... oh sorry john
4: well i was gonna no you go ahead chris but then i'll have a question for any of the masterpiece collectors on the show
3: the interesting thing with this is that the tweet that the images came with basically said that skids represented the start of a new direction in Masterpiece. And I think we Thank can kind of see... Thank God. I know. Yeah, I think we can kind of see... A better direction. What, yeah, I think we can see some of what that means here because it's not super cartoon accurate. It's not super toy accurate, yeah. but like it's viewing more toward the toy yeah. that cartoon for its source material and kind of striking a balance between the two, which like... To my mind, is a lot more like what the initial masterpiece Autobot cars were, and yeah, oh, Paladin,
2: like, Paladin's asking, where's, M- M- "Where's MP Mudflap?"
3: I Ugh. mean,
6: uh, give them enough time,
3: and Th- you know, that'll
6: that'll be a plus of this. Yeah. I'm sure. I hope this is also
5: going to represent a lower price point than what we were getting with well, yeah, Masterpiece.
3: That's- one thing I'm thinking that they might be aiming for by going in a different engineering style, um, you know, if it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, 100% cartoon accurate robot mode and all the engineering that goes along with that to get from a realistic vehicle mode, like that might drop some of the overhead in the design and the parts count and actually allow for um, the price points to stop skyrocketing.
5: Yeah, because I'm I'm clearly a masterpiece guy, <laughs> and. Uh... i'm almost done with the masterpiece like it's frustrating
2: yeah yeah
4: so i was i was gonna ask that of the guys that collect it so it sounded like you guys had a positive reaction to this as like a somebody who like looks at the line mostly from the outside having it like kind of meander around with what it's trying to do like every two or three years it just changes direction is that not frustrating or do you guys just view masterpiece not like as this Singular thought. It's not monolithic.
2: It's not. It's it's not a single idea. It's it's a. It's kind of like a. It's the prestige line, which I kind of hate to put it that way. Hopefully, I'm sorry. My volume was down. It's. I don't think it's like one monolithic thing. I think it's like just the one that which you spend a lot of money on at once.
3: Yeah, I think calling it a prestige line like it sounds pretentious, but I think it's an accurate way to describe it.
2: Yeah, masterpiece is pretentious, but I still.
3: All right. it's, it certainly it's, has been the last few years. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I but basically... I can't, it, say, it, I, I can't say my reaction to this was positive because I had just decided that I was done. Yeah. And now this is kind of giving me hope that it'll be good again, and I'm not sure how I feel about that.
3: All right, let's let Don mm. get his thought into since lag and we don't talk over him.
6: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I've i got the boost on.
1: Um, you know, I, I think they're going to have to... A couple of years ago, when they restructured and tried to make it a little more after MP09, when they started with MP10 and went with a coherent theme there, I think they're looking at trying to do the same thing here, but trying to go with characters that they can make, maybe a simplify the characters, lower price point to get more sales, because they're seeing what these higher price points are doing.
2: We don't know what they cost yet. Uh, do
1: we? as far as the sales goes Wait, yeah we have no right, idea yet right. what it's going to cost exactly. well, we have, but, I, but I'm right but I mean I I can't if they're if they're looking at starting a new a new direction for this going even more complicated and even higher price doesn't seem like would be the way to go so what you're saying by going with a simpler aesthetic simpler designs but still trying to maintain that that accuracy, wouldn't make more sense because for every Megatron that they produce and they can't sell, they could get you know an Autobot car out that might, that would sell in volume a lot more.
3: Yeah, maybe. And like my I wish prediction they would were... um, jazz for this coming year. Yeah, is kind of based on the interesting because like Don says. You know, it's something that they could do a fairly simplified design for, but still keep it accurate to the look of the character really easily. Like, Jazz is not a complicated thing to do. And if they're looking for easy targets like that that can come in at lower price points, Skids, Jazz, uh, even some of the uh, Autobot cars they haven't touched yet. Like, all of those are good candidates for this and would fit with the aesthetic that they're uh, kind of introducing us to with the Skids Mm -hmm. art. Cool. Let 2021 be the year
2: yeah.
3: Uh, we uh, Thundercracker, based on the
2: new Starscream mold, that was leaked. It's surprise. Um, the official
3: announcement and pre-orders are expected to come on the 14th, which um, for <coughs> Japan time actually would be like three hours from now. Yeah. So right after the show. Yeah.
2: yeah, basically.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm not like super excited about this
2: because I don't – I mean, that Starscream scares me. I guess it's – hopefully Starscream is the last <laughs> – of the old the price
6: tag on that Starscream scares me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hopefully it's the last in that the old guard of, uh, of Masterpiece. Because, I mean, I just don't. Mm. But uh, yeah, this is the second in many, many more Seekers that we're going to be getting. It's disappointing that they did, you know, Starscream
5: as the last one. If it turns out to be, say, the expensive masterpieces where, you know, this new line of
2: masterpiece after skids oh, maybe... It, it's a horrible a idea bit. for them because <laughs> you're going to have so many people having to buy, you know, sets of these and they're going to make so much money on it. It's just such a, you know, horrible business. Deci- it's a great business well, decision. I, it's horrible for us. I don't know because it might push people off when
6: if they do shift gears and now you're getting... When, cheaper when master- you get... St- is, or when you get star cream cream? Cream and he crumbles in your hands, nobody's gonna buy the other ones. Yeah, so why am I true. gonna
5: buy why am I gonna buy six seekers, you know, Four at three hundred dollars a piece when now I'm getting masterpieces for 120. 100, yeah,
2: 120, 150, whatever that number is. So I I'll be honest with you, I don't know this is just this is just me spitballing, but I don't know how many people make the decision not to buy the masterpiece stuff. If 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 toy A is a hundred dollars and toy B is three hundred dollars, I don't have many people make that trade off decision because a lot of the people who don't buy toy B aren't buying toy A and they're just buying knockoff. You know, toy C for you know thirty dollars. Uh, I, I I'm betting that Hasbro or Takara does better when they raise prices on the on these than they you know do by having you know lower price tags. Just that's – my, that's my guess, especially, like, with the way things are right now and stuff is so expensive because people are, you know, having COVID fever. That's, that's not a good way of putting it. People are buying – people uh, – collectibles have skyrocketed in price, whether it's action figures, trading cards, comic books, whatever. More, people are spending more money than ever on stuff. I don't know that cars are hurting just because they're charging more money. So yeah, but I'm not super excited about this. I don't like no, the, me either. I don't like the idea of like all these seekers anyway, the the repaints at this price point. Voyager, absolutely. Well yeah. Yeah. Uh Masterpiece, no. I'm good.
6: I, I've already I've already done it once. I'm good. Yeah.
2: I'm missing a couple that I could go back and get if I guess ever if
6: I really wanted to. I even got really I even to. got repaints. Like I've I've got it all covered.
2: I need Acid Storm. And, um, probably dirge. If I had to get a ramjet, ramjet or dirge one. So, yeah, and sun sunstorm. Yeah, not buying anymore. Okay, so that is certainly something. Oh God, is there any good news? Uh Transformers Generation Retro Headmasters Wave One cited at retail. That's sort of good news. No, it's Walmart. I'll never find it. And if I pre if I pre order it,
5: they'll cancel it on me. No, oh, I don't no. think
3: this is going to be a big problem because, like, uh, Walmart's are now clearing out the reissue blasters, and I yeah. imagine these are going to take that spot on the planet ground. Yes,
2: as found on planet Houston. So, there you go.
5: I, I like the box, the boxes, and I don't want to be that guy that buys them because I'm like, look at that box. That box. That's... Ah, well,
3: Rob! Rob, why don't you tell Diecast why he doesn't really like the boxes?
7: Yeah, I mean, if if you're just buying that, uh, the the because they're you know vintage boxes, they're, they're not vintage boxes. They're not they're they
2: are vintage inspired. They
7: are vintage boxes from an alternate universe where 1984 never ended. So I guess actually this <laughs> universe.
2: I, <laughs> I, I'm entirely fine with that. I, um, I like it's different. I,
7: given that the uh, given that I if I get them, the boxes are probably going to get thrown out, same as most other boxes I end up with. I don't. I don't. It is. Not as it will not be as crazy making in the long run if I get these as it is just to look at them online.
2: Yeah, that's true.
5: But you know, and I just don't understand why you know we assume that we couldn't use Headmaster anymore, so they changed it to Titan Master. This makes me wish they just would have called him Headmaster. Maybe they couldn't,
2: maybe they couldn't have at that
3: point. Maybe they just reacquired the trademark. No, I think Titan Masters just fit with the story they wanted to tell with Or maybe one. it just fit better with the yeah. story they were trying to tell. Yeah.
5: I just wish it they would have called Titan Masters Headmasters. It would have been so much better.
2: Same toys, but you know, better name. Uh oh. This one makes me sad. Uh photos today started circulating of Kingdom Ultra Magnus. And yeah, it's uh Yeah. The weird thing is and it looks like it's intentional. That, uh, in the trailer, obviously, it's got all these flaps. The first flap in the uh, Siege version, uh, basically doesn't unfold. And the trailer is, by definition, then a little bit shorter. And you, his, <laughs> the ugly, ugly, ugly arms that extend from the, Uh, cab mode for some reason are very clearly visible in uh, truck mode which is really weird
3: yeah they've um, modified how the trailer parts work so that the trailer sits farther back and actually looks more like a trailer than on the Siege version yeah the Cybertronian mode with the consequence of leaving the arms more visible
5: Yeah, yeah that's weird but man I gotta say robot mode it looks so much better. I do. Yeah. I, I really like it. I like throw
2: right, no, like yeah. mood. Yeah,
3: it's definitely no, um, a step up without the battle damage on it. But also that, the color, say. the color balance is kind of off. Like there's a little bit too much white on the legs.
5: I like mm. the thicker uh, shoulder, shoulder pylons. I, mm. I don't know what the correct wording I, is. People for say that. pylon.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, I, I the don't pylon thickness. He's just more of a bulky. I don't know, seeing it next to the Siege there, like I wasn't that big on the redeco, but oh man, it looks so much better next to the Siege one.
2: It, this one, though, it bugs me that the pylons aren't used in the trailer for the vehicle mode. Where it didn't bother me so much with Siege, it definitely bothers me with this.
3: I mean, I can, I can see that being the case, but I'll just go for whatever makes the trailer more structurally sound. Yeah. And which, um, I, at least one of these pictures, I think, shows this trailer carrying um, a couple of the Studio Series 86 cars. Yep. So it's definitely solid enough to do that. Yeah. I and like hey, it. somebody finally perfect.
7: transformed the inner robot correctly.
5: Yeah. It's not perfect, but I like it.
3: But it's yeah. not less perfect than the Siege one was imperfect. So that's... Right. It,
7: it's imperfect in different ways, but I there it does enough things differently from the Siege version that I like that I'm probably gonna end up getting it.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get it. Especially because I don't know, a lot of the uh one of the retailers was list, listed at four uh forty so oh, yeah, five. So yeah, Amazon
3: bucks, um, but... Amazon had some of the prices dialed back on the Wave stuff.
5: Yeah, which was great. Like some of the deluxes were like sixteen ninety nine. I'm like,
3: yeah, all my pre orders have been updated. The uh, everything um, except for the core class got rolled back a few dollars. So um, yeah, like sixteen dollar deluxes, twenty five dollar voyagers, and um, forty five for Ultra Magnus. Nice, it's like a bargain. I just have to actually sit and wait for Amazon to get them in stock. Yeah, which is not... the fastest thing sometimes. Yeah. Although, I mean, sometimes it surprises us because, like, uh, Amazon started fulfilling, like, the core class stuff from Wave 1 long before they were expected to.
2: Yeah. And Double Dealer, I think, was early. A couple other things.
3: Sounds right. Yeah. 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 No, that's right. Because, like, I got two from Amazon and uh, they were defective. I ended up sending both of them back and just getting it from Walmart later. Oh, Double Dealer. Uh, Yeah.
2: So, uh, Netflix Wave 3, Read Echoes leaked. Uh, I also saw that some of these are showing up as a lucky draw in like Korea. Oh,
3: uh Singapore. I don't exactly know what's up with that because uh some people are saying that was um, admitted as a fraud, but I don't know hmm. if either of those things actually has any veracity behind it. And either way, that would only apply for Singapore.
7: Yeah. those sure are the margins that you're that a bog standard household inkjet printed and it's an in the sheet.
3: Of paper it's, yeah, also, true. And, And those photos on there are presented like stock photos, but they're not lit like Hasbro stock photos. Um, Take my word for it. I'm a photographer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, No, they're lit a lot more like somebody with their own um, not-quite-studio lighting would do in trying to emulate that style, or even not really trying to emulate that style and just cutting out the backgrounds to make them look clean like that. It doesn't look quite right, is basically the thing. And If that was what the accusation is, is that it's one of the people who leaks the stuff or supplies the stuff early, uh, you know, from factory quote unquote specials. Uh, So, you know, they would have the stuff in hand to be able to take pictures like that and fake to whatever degree stock photos for something like this, if that indeed is what's going on. So I'm not putting any real faith into this right now. And, Again, it doesn't really matter for us or anybody outside of Singapore because the lucky draw, the contest prize thing with this would only apply to Singapore. Yeah. Uh, so what we're seeing, though,
2: are Cheetor and Ironhide redecos, uh, Barricade redeco, and a Paleo tracks redeco.
3: Yeah, so the Cheetor basically is like original Cheetor accurate, whereas the retail version is in wrong colors. Yeah. <clears throat> and this kind of just makes me mad. Yeah, um,
5: except it's missing the blue in the on the one spot on the leg.
3: Yeah, so uh, it doesn't have quite as much paint on it as the retail version does. Um, but like for the plastic colors it has and the deco in the cheetah mode, what we can infer that from this robot picture, like it's better and more accurate to original cheetahs than what the retail product is. So it's a little bit of a trade off. But like if I have to pick between one set of plastic colors. I want the Netflix ones, not the Cheetor I have. Um, the Ironhide seems to be based loosely on the, um, Quintesson Troopers from Earthrise cartoon. Yeah. Loosely. Um, and then what I'm hearing is that the rusty colored barricade is a sparkless or one of the zombies from that one siege episode.
2: Ah, yeah, that makes sense.
3: Yeah. um, and the clear Paleo Trex might be part of Spoiler Pack 3. Uh, so what I'm hearing about that is it's going to be the $60 price point still, but it's going to be a Voyager and um, a Fossilizer instead of a Leader and a Battlemaster. Because there are no Battlemasters now. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about
2: that. If I want to spend $60, bucks,
3: i would rather have a Leader. Yes, well the rumor I've heard is that the Voyager that's going to be in the spoiler pack is Earthrise Megatron. Yeah, I would definitely rather have a leader. <laughs> so, like Megatron and then the clear purple Paleotrex, which, you know, you get the Mace out of that and it's supposed to be like the Energon Mace. Oh dear and... god. Yeah, so um, that's a that's a third one of those I'll be skipping. Although I do like the the clear plastic fossil. That's nice like, looking, that, yeah. That's a cool look. And if that was a thing I could buy by itself, I would. You know, like a dark energon dinosaur fossil, that's like totally up my alley conceptually. Um, But yeah, so like three deluxes we're seeing here, that's got to be more than half of the third deluxe assortment for the Netflix line. Um, The only thing we're not seeing here is, you know, the specifics of the Megatron from that leader uh, spoiler pack and the two Voyagers we know of, which is going to be Seeker and an Optimus Primal but, like, this is a fairly substantial part of the next Netflix assortment leaked already. Sadness.
4: You know, I remember when uh, the Optimus Prime Megatron battle with the axe and the mace was considered, like, a deep cut. That was considered, like, oh, if you reference that, you're really, like, you know... Oh, yeah, so, like... Pulling out the obscure stuff.
3: I remember in 2001, the Robot in the Disguise cartoon called one of the locations they went to Sherman Dam as a reference to that. Oh, bet. yeah. And all toys Transformers kind of went nuts over that because, like, wow, they referenced that thing from yeah. the one time in G1, and yeah, yeah. Now it's just like, yep, if we got a Megatron and Optimus, they're gonna have an axe and a mace at some point,
2: and they'll quote Transformers the movie. <sighs> yep. Okay. Uh, any other news? I uh, <laughs> was gonna say breathtaking Bumblebee. Uh, that should be the the (laughs) name of it. Buzzworthy Bumblebee uh, stuff is shipping. Yeah, Yeah. there's more stuff that's hitting retail, or more stuff that's showing up than I expected.
3: Yeah, so, okay, so we knew about the the Studio Series Deluxe Assortment that was being branded with that, which is basically all reruns, although one of them is like a first shot at a mold that's going to be in a later regular assortment. So that's just kind of like weird timing stuff. Um, of course, there's the Bumblebee and Spike 2 pack, which we'll talk about in a little bit here. Um, they're also – they reissued um, the movie masterpiece Volkswagen Bumblebee to go along with this. I saw that in a few places. Yeah, actually, I kind of want to get that. that. It just is kind of uh, – it kind of hurts because, like, you could find those last Christmas, Christmas of 2019, at Ross for $25. Mm. And now they're I'll in Target have... again for 70 Ooh. or 80 I forget. Somewhere in that price range, but yeah, they're expensive. Um, and then we also uh, found out that there's um, some Cyberverse repacks mm-hmm. for Buzzworthy Bumblebee. So, like, it's, it's kind of hitting, you know, everything it can, which was basically what I was expecting of it when we first started hearing about it. Just based on the package style, it looked like, a, you know, they're going to cover all lines in this. That's why it has, like, Evergreen, uh, evergreen-based packaging with just a generic branding, Buzzworthy Bumblebee.
2: Yeah. So...
3: Yeah, it's showing up pretty much everywhere now, it looks like, at Target. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, we do have it verified as Target exclusive, not through an official announcement, but somebody found um, a little bit of signage in store for that, um, just saying, you know, exclusively at Target. They uh, uh, brought that to my attention through our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord. Cool. Which is what we expected. Yeah, I mean, right. we were able to infer that based on... Everything we could see, and how none of this was showing up or being mentioned anywhere else, but like that is, you know, explicit confirmation. So yeah, hey, target exclusives that we don't have to fight over <sighs> because we don't want most of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the big problem I've found with Buzzworthy Bumblebee when I've been out um, over the last week looking for other stuff is it's choking out a lot of space that would otherwise be going. It to... sure is. So, um, Studio Series eighty six the Voyagers and Deluxes are showing up at Targets in the US. I got some Deluxes and uh, saw the Voyagers in uh, some of my area stores here. The problem is there's so much buzzworthy Bumblebee Studio Series stuff out on the pegs because it's the exclusive stuff. It's taking the same peg space as the regular Studio Series, so I only found um, one, one Jazz and two Blurs between two Targets that actually had Studio Series in stock. So it's it is not without its problems that it's causing for being such a large volume of exclusives. And in that way, it's reminding me of uh, 2004, I want to say, when Walmart took on piles of Transformers Universe-branded exclusives, um, which they ended up sitting on, mostly not selling for a while, and then canceling a bunch of other exclusives that were lined up. But it was choking out like mainline Energon stuff, too, because of the shelf space that was taking up. It feels a lot like that situation again. Yeah, I can see that. Because I live in the Wayback Machine of my own sort, just like Don does. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, I guess that's kind of going to roll us into what we got this week. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, So I did pick up the uh, Buzzworthy Bumblebee uh, Spike and Bumblebee 2-pack. I got it in vehicle mode here, and um, it certainly is just Bumper's vehicle mode or Bumble Jumper, depending on how old you are. Um, so, for reference, Bumper was a third Autobot minicar mold uh, from the Micro Change line. that did not officially get brought over with Transformers in G1, but ended up mispackaged on some Cliffjumper cards in Bumblebee colors, and that just was its own thing, and eventually it got uh, canonized as Bumper through um, comic books. But this vehicle is very close to what that looks like um the robot mode is just generic autobot mini car appearance basically with a bumblebee head so like there's nothing like super telling about that but if they release this again with a different head on it and sold it as bumper i would not be remotely surprised to see that be the case now the interesting thing with this is handling it i was calling this a core class toy it doesn't feel like a core class toy It does not feel like rat trap or optimus it feels like a completely different thing it's It has the same thing where, like, it feels like a miniaturized deluxe in some respects. Uh, But the way it's engineered and, in a sense, the build quality. I don't want to say the materials are substandard because I don't believe that's the case. But just something about the way it's put together feels very different than the core class figures I've handled so far. And this feels like it is its own little unique thing. Mm. Um, So, like, it's branded as War for Cybertron Trilogy within the Buzzworthy Bumblebee subline. But I don't necessarily think this is something that was designed to be a mainline toy. This might actually be uniquely designed for this exclusive lineup. It doesn't mean it won't turn up again later in another use, but uh, like this might be what this was originally intended for. Now, the bumblebee figure itself is pretty decent. It's you know comparable in articulation and. Um, generally build quality to a core class toy, but it's smaller and just not quite there. But it's a solid, competent little toy for the most part. Um, and then it comes with this uh, little spike figure, which does basically nothing. Um, it's bigger than a Titan Master, but not quite as big as a Micro Master or Battle Master. Uh, I'll use that as the point of comparison, because they're the same height. So you can see the Micro Master is a little bit bigger. Not by a whole lot, but just just a little bit Hell taller yeah. and chunkier, yeah. Um, now, of course, Battle Masters and MicroMasters are more physically complicated because all that moves on this is the arms swivel at the shoulders and the backpack um, hinges up or down, depending what mode you want it. And when I say mode, I just mean whether you have it standing up or laying down because for the the transport mode, you just lay it down and fold the backpack back and that's the transformation on that. So. Hmm. It's certainly not the most uh, interesting or involved thing around, but, you know, another little exosuit toy to have around uh, along with the one that came with my Headmaster RC and my Legends Bumblebee. So that's three different kinds of exosuits I have now.
7: Yeah, I was about to ask, uh, uh, you were talking about the scale. How does it scale next to the, uh, that uh, next uh, the one with Headmaster RC? Because I have a feeling for a Spike and a Daniel, that should work out fairly well.
3: Um, let me see if I can dig our C out because it should be over here next to me, as most things are. Hmm. I have the head still on it. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me decapitate our C. fold. Okay. So for those watching video, interesting. I- yeah, I i think uh, i think the, the Titan Master is a little bit too small for that purpose, maybe.
7: Yeah, Yeah, I think you're right.
3: Considering it's a little bit far off. He's supposed to be
2: wearing Spike's exosuit, so they yeah, should be one, pretty much the yeah, same I think, size.
3: I think the two exosuits were intended in the movie to be the same size as each other.
7: I remember Daniels as being a, a little bit shorter. I may be misremembering, but I thought he was like a, maybe a head shorter than Spike. Yeah, I,
2: I think you're right. I think you're right.
7: Definitely not that much shorter than Spike. Yeah. No,
2: definitely not like that. That's like different species.
1: Hey, Chris. <laughs> yeah. There's one thing I wanted to mention if I could. Yeah. Um, for those people who don't know about Bumble Jumper, our friend Chris McFeely, who does the basics. Yeah. That's a good his point. obscure character month is Bumble Jumper for last week's episode. So if you're not familiar with the history of the character, uh, he does have a very good the basics uh, on YouTube talking about the odd history of the, of the figure and the character. Cool.
3: And um, Rob also has a blog post on the RFC site uh, about uh, basically uh, the, the toy characteristic differences between Bumblebee cliff jumper and bumper in the G1 mini cars. So that's also and how, worth going and looking up and uh, reading up on that.
7: Yeah. And also how I think it could have happened that uh, we wound up mm-hmm. with the uh, bumpers coming out in the U.S. in small amounts. So.
2: Hey, uh, while uh, we're, for Chris gets to his next item, uh, on a Transformers, or not a Transformers, on a toy North Carolina local group that I'm on, <laughs> it looks like um, those uh, headmasters at Walmart have hit North Carolina, so they're probably just about everywhere at this point.
3: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: No longer just Planet Houston. <laughs>
3: Okay, um, so I did get uh, two of the Studio Series 86 figures, um, so I'll, tar- I'll start with Blur. Uh, and so my summary version of this is if you have the Takara Legends Blur, the Headmaster one, stick with that. It's a better toy. Um, not by a whole lot, maybe, but I do actually like it better than this, um... So there's not, like, a whole lot of difference between them in terms of, like, how they look. Uh, and in some respects, you might say this is better. Like, for sure, if you don't want the head to have to be removable for transformation, this one has an edge because it does stay on. Um, the the um, whatever you want to call these uh, engine pod pieces on the back of the forearm are bigger on here, and they don't really, like, lock in place. Boo. Um, I don't know if they're supposed to, because on the inside, there is like a tab and slot situation here where it feels like that should be kind of wedging in there, but it does not at all. So I don't know if that's like a tolerance thing that ended up not working in practice or what's up with that. Um, Like for this, I would say the biggest draw is if all you ever had access to was the Hasbro version of Titans Return Blur, This is an upgrade based on the colors alone, and it sticks fairly close to how that was engineered. I just don't like it quite as much. Um, One thing it definitely does not do as well as the Titans Return mold. So in vehicle mode, you know, Blur is supposed to be a hovercraft. Uh, The Titans Return toy executed that in an interesting way by having the little uh, roller wheels set inside toward the center line of the vehicle where you couldn't really see them when you have the vehicle sitting on a surface. So you have the illusion of it hovering there, but it can also roll along with this in vehicle mode. Um, the feet and part of the shoulder structure sits flat underneath the vehicle to lift it up off of whatever surface it's on, but there's no wheel. So it can't roll along. It like, it looks sort of like it's floating, but it can't really like hover and move. Like you're only getting about half the illusion with it. Um, You know, it's not a bad toy by any stretch, but, like, it doesn't feel like an upgrade. It's a lateral move at best for what I have in my own collection already. Uh, But for other people, like, I think, you know, uh, people with different experience will be a little bit probably more satisfied with this. Uh, It's just not quite hitting the buttons for me. It's not bad by any stretch. It's just not, like, wowing me. Um Then I also uh, was able to pick up Jazz. Jazz is interesting. So like the the big question I've been asked is like, you know, how does it compare to Reveal the Shield Jazz, which I've long championed as like one of the peaks of Transformers uh, car design. And I don't think it's going to dethrone that, but it's not bad at all. Um, Like for sure, it's the best Jazz we've had since Reveal the Shield. Which admittedly is not a high bar because since then we've had like the the original War for Cybertron or Fall of Cybertron one, which was pretty terrible, (laughs) and we had the Power of the Prime one, which was also pretty terrible. Um, You know, this is solid in both modes. It's easy to transform. It handles nicely. Um, The the face, if I can get the focus for anybody who's watching the video. um, There we go. It's a really good representation of what Jazz looked like in the cartoon. Like I would call that a really successful um, interpretation of the cartoon uh, head design. Uh, More than any other Jazz toy I think we've had. Um, The the cutouts in the shoulders for the wheels to flip in for transformation is still unfortunate. But that's kind of the worst of it. And even the backpack it has where the roof and doors of the car are all uh, tucked in there is not really that intrusive and the process to get all of that compressed up is very simple and pretty intuitive and elegant. Like, um, it's not amazingly innovative in any way, but what it's doing, it does nicely. The car mode looks really nice with the exception of the uh, robot feet sticking out like a shelf from the back of the car, uh-huh. which, like, I feel like there had to be some other way to handle that other than having that just stick out like a sore thumb uh the i was mentioning this in discord this afternoon um i'm really surprised there is not porsche uh licensing or branding Hmm. on the packaging because like this vehicle mode is just the porsche 935 which is what jazz was Hmm. like it is so damn close to the real world car i cannot believe that they got this out without licensing it yet Yet, yeah, no, that's a good point. I was thinking of that, too, because in the original Robots in Disguise, which is, this is like the fourth callback to mm-hmm. this episode, all naturally occurring. Uh, no, in the original Robots in Disguise, Sideburn was uh, Dodge Viper, and the original release of that was not licensed, because mm-hmm. Takara didn't even license it, as far as I no. remember, but the Dodge saw this toy, or somebody reported it back to them, and they got on with hasbro and was like yeah no this is too close to our trademark you're gonna have to either stop selling it or pay us to keep selling it and so they licensed it and then um as a running change the original deco one got the licensing add to the packaging and a uh, dodge viper logo tampoed on the car and every and time super, the twe- super sideburn uh came out with that from the beginning
2: and whatever universe version there was yeah uh, yeah had it too um. So, about Jazz, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I do love the Reveal the Shield toy, not as much as you do, but I think that'll be my Jazz, and the Studio Series will be my um, Monka Spanka figure.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can see Ah, oh, five faces of darkness. Love it. <laughs> but no, like, again, I don't think it's going to dethrone Reveal the Shield Jazz for me, but it's really nice. It's a good execution of jazz. And I, I think, so Reveal the Shield Jazz, I think for me, is still like the ideal expression of the Autobot car design and transformation in an updated form. Um, and the Dotsons and Earthrise came close to duplicating that kind of feel. And Jazz is just a tiny little bit behind those Dotsons. Mm. So, like, it's all closely bunched together. But Reveal the Shield Jazz is still leader of the pack for how this transformation style is being expressed and realized in a modern form. And the Dotsons are still doing a little bit better than this. But, like, being third place in this race is not that bad, honestly. Well, he actually uh, won. I- he won the race
2: given in first. Yeah, Blanca won. And, and Blur was his pissed race. because he wasn't there.
3: Yeah. Um, I well, I, so hey, Mickey had asked me about this when he saw that I had bought this. What I thought about it compared to reveal the shield jazz because he, hey, Mickey is very familiar with my uh, adoration for that mold. Um, and basically what I said was I don't think I'm going to go all in on this jazz mold, but like I would definitely buy a ricochet slash stepper made off of this um whereas with reveal the shield i bought every single version i could it practically but like this i'd get the ricochet version but anything else probably i would not be like super eager to uh drop another 20 on Okay. so i don't i this is good i'm not disappointed with it at all um and i think most people who are not just like you know bewitched by the beauty that is Reveal the Shield Jazz, like I've been for the last uh, decade, will be very, very pleased with this. Cool. Uh, and then on the Kingdom front, I was able to find Optimus Primal. Ah. Which I, completes my wave one.
2: I'm curious, really curious about your thoughts on this one.
3: Um, So the ape mode is the ape mode's fine, so like having it standing upright is a little bit awkward because you kind of get this uh, flap Butt flap. Yeah. Yeah. A butt flap at an angle, so like it doesn't look remotely natural. Um, Of course, nothing about the lower body of this looks all that natural anyway. But like, I appreciate they engineered the joints specifically so he could do the upright stance and not look terrible. Because it's something the original toy never could do. Uh, And even the um, 10th anniversary Optimus Primal was not designed to do this, really. And Uh, the. Go ahead. So the reason, though, that he would stand up is because he stood upright in the show, right? Yes.
2: But he wasn't a realistic looking gorilla in no. the show. <laughs> but now he's a realistic looking gorilla, so I don't see the point.
3: Although apparently, um, real life gorillas are able to stand up. Oh, I'm sure they are. Right on their, like they don't walk around like Optimus Primal did. No. But like, there is a real life basis for having this toy also be able to do an upright stance like this. It just also is mainly geared because the character would do that in the show. Yeah, um, the um, the the quadrupedal stance is a little bit more natural looking, and like that's where you really get the benefits of how the beast mode is engineered. Because like the head is super articulated compared to any other uh, retail Optimus Primal we've had. So like there's a specific hinge so it can look left and right. You can move it up and down. Uh, there's a swivel oh, joint nice. in here. You can kind of uh, maneuver. Uh, in beast mode. Uh, So like you can get a lot of range out of this. Uh, The posing is more natural when he's on all fours. um, And the butt flap isn't nearly as awkward then either. Um, The main thing I dislike about this is uh, the amount of force and how you have to apply it to open the torso to do the head swap or to uh, flip the cannons out in robot mode. Because that just feels like you're going to break something. Um, I've done it several times, so I know I'm not going to break something, but every time it feels like something's going to give before it just you know, hinges out of the way. It doesn't feel like a right thing to do. Um, mm. The robot chest, I'm not like super a fan of because it's the ape's chest flipped around, which is inaccurate to how Optimus Primal was designed. Because even in the show, the chest plate was the backside of the gorilla head flipped around. Uh, So it's not supposed to be flush with the chest like it is on this toy. Um, And it also has um, some gaps around it because of the shape of the piece they're using, Mm -hmm. which is not great. Um, But like, apart from that, the robot mode is pretty nice. It poses well. It looks expressive. Um, They captured Optimus Primal's head design really, really well. Um, They definitely got the robot more show accurate than they got the monkey. The monkey is uh, much more a realistic monkey design. Um, one thing I started thinking about too when I was looking at this is that the Netflix one, like just like Cheetor, uh, is more accurate to the um, more accurate to the show appearance and the original toy. I wonder if the Netflix Optimus Primal might be um, uh, all dark on the face and chest to look like Optimus did in the show originally. Because uh, this coloration is more uh, accurate to the original toy. So that might be one thing they would change rather than having them just be like, uh, you know, a damn dirtier ape as I keep joking. Hmm. Uh, I do like the um, pop-up arm cannons. It's a little bit awkward to do with my uh, bigger fingers yeah. because it's just a little notch in the bottom that you push up to get those to come out. Uh, and I can't quite push it all the way up with any of my fingers, but like I can get most of the way up and then pull it the rest of the way from the top. And then they hinge up and down too, so you can get a little bit of uh, different firing arc out of it. And if you have a bigger blast effect piece to plug on there too, that gives you more room for that. Uh, and one thing I really like, I can't actually get to it right now, but I plugged that um, missile launch blast effect from Cyberverse Starscream onto the arm cannons. And from the right angle, that looks really, really good. Um, unfortunately, I don't think there's any blast effects I have around that are narrow enough to be able to plug two of them onto one arm cannon. Um, and since they are double, uh, cannons on both arms, like, you can't really, you can't really show it with both of them looking like they're firing, which is a little bit disappointing to me. Uh, and then the swords are very similar to the ones that came with the original toy or would have come with the masterpiece, etc. Um... And then they just tab onto the back of the gorilla or robot, depending. Um, And the hands are uh, hinged. They have hinged fingers and the wrist swivel, too. So there's uh, good posing there. And it's like with um, Kingdom, Earthrise, Optimus Prime, where it's the five millimeter channel in the hand and then the fingers close around that. So it's a secure hold no matter what. But you can also have them hold uh, more awkward shaped things if you want to, such as if you have some bananas around uh, he could totally hold a banana. Where's my I have banana? Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, overall, it's pretty nice. It's a little bit small for a Voyager, as we've expected. Uh, but it's pretty solid. Uh, decent articulation. The joints on mine are really, really tight. Um, in some cases, tighter than the uh, connected transformation joints, which is a little bit of an issue. But it just means I have to know where I'm holding on to when I'm trying to pose one of the limbs, so I don't... Like, get the wrong half of the knee going. Um, you know, it's nothing crippling and it's nothing that's going to like break because it's so tight. Uh, I'd like it if it was a little bit smoother to move, but it's not uh, not the end of the world by any stretch. Oh, uh, what else did I get? Oh, yeah. So, because I have a problem, I uh, ended up buying Netflix Alita. Mm. Um, it's because I have a problem, but also because Walmart got in more of these deluxes and this batch of Alita 1 had the uh, shoulders assembled correctly. Oh, cool. Oh. So, I never checked uh, mine. So, Me neither. Yeah, so the um, some of the Alitas that are out there um, have the big side of the rivet on the front of the shoulder and the shoulder piece itself is smooth across the front. Um, this one, I don't. it's probably not going to show very well on the webcam, but there's a little uh, depression in the center of the shoulder, a little um, cavity. And the small side of the rivet sticks through there. And that's how it's supposed to be assembled uh, because there's the little spikes on the shoulder. And when it's assembled this way, there's a channel uh, along the collar that the spike can fit into to let the arm uh, pivot out a little bit farther. Uh, If it's assembled backward, that doesn't line up and the arm can't move out as far. So it's a minor thing. It's mostly cosmetic, uh, but you know, since I saw these and they're still seventeen eighty eight instead of the full twenty dollars, I decided to go ahead and just get it and prolong my suffering. Hmm. Uh, so that's all that's on topic. Now off-topic stuff is um, not—it's not entirely birthday-related stuff. Um, so thanks to Don, I have the uh, Neca uh, Wrath of Krang, the Neca Krang's Android body figure. So thank you for that, Don. It's an awesome I don't know if figure. I'm ever going to open it, but uh, I have it and I wanted it and it it tickles my nostalgia. You should open it. Yeah. I, I may well. I, like, I still have the Shredder and Krang Bubble Walker 2-pack that Don also sent me uh, many moons ago, which I also haven't opened. <laughs> uh, so maybe one day I'll have a NECA Turtle opening party. Uh, and then on the birthday side of things, um, thanks to Blade Raider, I have... Um, Another set of Tamashi Effect rocks. Uh, so this is the brown rocks version. I had previously bought the gray ones through um, like a warehouse deals discount, and then like leveraging a bunch of Amazon credit I had. And I forgot how heavy a box of Tamashi rocks is. It's like having a box of real rocks. Uh, these are the brown ones, which will go with the uh, Tamashi Effect crater that uh, someone else had sent me off of my wish list sometime back. Uh, so that'll be uh that'll be good for um, some kind of like actually it'll probably be good for these Beast Wars figures for posing them, if I can get like some uh kind of brown gravelly uh surface them to use with I'll have to look into that. Uh also for my birthday from my wish list, my friend Misty sent me uh Denji Sentai mega ranger Ooh. on I D. I can't from the nineties Sentai I can't really pick out like a favorite Super Sentai series. Uh, but like Mega Ranger, Kaku Ranger, they're like way Dye up there on top. And uh, I love Die Ranger's really good too. I don't see that's the thing. That's why I can't pick one favorite out of the 90s they're Sentai all good. Like from yeah from nineteen ninety two through nineteen no through two thousand all of those Sentai series are basically excellent, with the exception of Gogo Five, which is sadly kind of boring, but has really good like uh, gear and equipment designs and uh, miniatures work, so it stands out that way. But is definitely more worth watching as Lightspeed Rescue. But like all of those series are just generally so good, it's impossible to pick out one favorite. But I love Mega Ranger a lot. Uh, so I'm really happy with this. I had gotten Jew um, Ranger on DVD a little while back from Paladin, and I've been watching through that because I haven't been able to watch that for several years. Um, and like, that's been really enjoyable too. Like Ninety Sentai, Man is just such a good time. There's been good Sentai since then. Don't get me wrong, but like Ninety centai that's like the peak of the peak. art. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just, like, such a long stretch of consistent quality where every single series is doing something different, but they're all doing generally pretty well. Like, again, Gogo 5 is the outlier there, but, like, everything else I, around I that... I even
6: like that one.
3: Yeah, and a lot of people do. It just, like, it never quite caught me the way I wanted it to. But, like, you know, one exception to prove the rule of all the other ones, like, you know, I'll live with that. Because I can live with mm. that. <laughs> Yeah, Nineties Sentai man, that's just it's it's fantastic. Like everybody should check that. I think Shout Factory is still streaming, uh, all their Sentai library for free on their website. So like you know, pretty sure, yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth going and checking out some random episodes because like most of Super Sentai is episodic. You can jump in somewhere in the middle of a given series and probably be just fine. And don't worry if you jump in the middle of Cocker Ranger. No, it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any more sense than that if you started at the beginning. Uh, and I believe that's all I got this week
2: cool, Uh, let's see here 30 minutes later Diecast, you look tired (laughs) do you you have anything you want to talk about?
5: yeah, I got some stuff Uh, I don't remember all what I got within the last two weeks but I got a couple things handy open that uh, oh yeah, open that (laughs) should I, is it a good figure? yeah yeah I heard one of my friends said he wasn't really happy with...
7: It's okay. got a couple of little things that don't throw me. Some of the panels, like like I, I think I mentioned when I got it, some of the panels on the tail may actually be warpable depending on how you fold them when you transform it. But beyond that, it is a really nice figure.
5: Gotcha. And I also got, today, thanks to my friend Rob, uh, Optimus Primal. Cool. Nice. So, I... I I loved the Optimus Primal Masterpiece figure. thought it was really good. Um, so I'm interested to see how this compares to the Masterpiece figure. Because it's a figure I like. Like Hot Rod, Like a lot of people are comparing the 86 uh, Hot Rod to like Masterpiece Hot Rod. But none of us really cared a whole lot about the Masterpiece Hot Rod. So it's like, <laughs> I want to compare... A new, you know, generation style figure, which is what this is, to a masterpiece that I really like, and see like, is masterpiece really worth it? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got the only Bumblebee in the Buzzworthy that I was somewhat interested in, and mm-hmm. that's seventy four. Studio um, series, and that's Chris's fault because he said this is the uh, new mold. Yeah, so this is the only new mold in the studio series that's in the buzzworthy Bumblebee line. The <laughs> that's a, it's a lot of bees. Uh, but the line sure is, y- you know, and I'm a big fan of the Bumblebee Camaro. I'm tired of these figures.
1: <laughs>
5: like I, 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 I don't think they can do anything else that we haven't seen in these previous figures. Like there's no new innovation that's gonna make me like really want another Bumblebee movie figure. I'm sure a lot of people are starting to feel that way, but it is officially I... licensed. It's got the little uh, GM logo <laughs> in it,
3: and I think a lot of people have felt that way for a long time. Diecast.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm. <laughs> I was. I didn't catch the fatigue as much as some of the other people, but now I'm starting to feel it, and it kind of makes me wonder why they're still. Pushing those figures,
2: yeah,
7: it it does. It is noteworthy. I think that we finally hit your threshold on this. That's that's interesting.
5: Yeah, <laughs> and then off topic, I got the armor for Mandalorian. Cool. Oh, nice. Is that it? Yeah,
7: that's 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 all I. Got. Who else? Don. I got some. Okay, Don.
1: Oh, okay, sorry, Rob. Um, no worries. Got a. Got an eclectic mix here on both off topic and on topic. Um because 'cause I've wanted some plastic crack lately. Um picked up Lightning Collection Green Ranger. Uh good looking figure. Is that Tommy? Again it'll go Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. yeah it again it'll go on my shelf of stuff I don't really collect, but you know, it looks cool. Uh it's good looking good. You
6: know, he, good do- you know he doesn't have the white you know he doesn't have the white diamonds, right? The what? He, he doesn't have the white diamonds Does on he have chest. the
2: fife or whatever he had? The Dragon
6: yeah, Dagger, he, yes.
1: Yeah, Dragon Dagger, the evil sword, and the sword effect. No, nah, I didn't know that, uh, but it's it's still a nice figure. It'll, it'll look good on the shelf. Um, yeah, if you're never going to take it out of the box, pick, it'll be fine. Yeah. I also still picked be up wrong. Marvel Legends. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> also picked up the Marvel <laughs> Legends. The, the Mike Morales figure from the Stiltman wave. I really didn't want most of these figures other than him and Gwen as all I really wanted. I picked up that.
6: I just want picked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Picked up the Battle Armor He-Man. That was new. I, I thought that was a really good-looking figure. Thought I'd pick that up. And my most unexpected... Oh, hey, Massey. Hey, boy. Massey, uh, No, Massey is not doing really well right now. He's not really sick, sick. But he has something in his eye. We're not sure if he scratched his eye. He has an infection, so we're having to give him some drops. Probably to take him to the vet tomorrow. Just have him look at his eye. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's eating and everything else is just—he's not up to snuff right now. But he's—he's he's a good boy. Um, picked up uh, when I was up in Roanoke on Monday. Been haven't been stopped by GameStop because they—they've got a big GameStop up there because common rider belts have been showing up at some game stops and oh, yeah. uh, so maybe i uh, saw so maybe some of the uh the, the being a bigger store up there near the during the mall location they didn't but i did pick up one of the f- probably only gi joe statue i'll ever plan on buying when so I, I got the cobra nice. commander okay nah. i got the cobra commander classic commander that's nice it was it. on sale it was on sale Ooh. uh i got about 15 dollars off retail because none of the none of the classified figures are really doing it for me for Cobra Commander. And he has such a great... It's a very simple, clean look, but it's really impressive. So I went ahead and picked that up. On topic... Yes, yeah. I went on topic. Is that okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, picked up, again, I got Buzzworthy Bumblebee. And I was able to get a second one for you, Rob. I'm going to get that out in the next day or two. Oh, thank um, you. Got, got that. Uh yeah, it's just it's been crazy the last couple, last week. Or so Uh picked no up worries. that, uh, picked up core class, got rat trap and vertebrate, which is nice to see them use this name again since they hadn't used it since uh, Transformers Prime for pre- for the Predacons.
3: Oh yeah, buddy is going to I talk did,
1: to Matt, uh,
2: yeah. to talk to Massey. By the way,
1: <laughs> uh, did pick up the deluxes for Kingdom. Got those. Uh, those came in locally, and uh, looking forward to diving into those. Really looking to diving into Warpath and Black Arachnia. That's the two of the four that I'm really looking forward to. Um, there's that. Picked up Cyclonus and Optimus Primal. Got those from a CMD store when they shipped a few weeks ago, and wanted to go ahead and get those, especially with the Cyclonus hearing. So many good things about that. And I've got Scourge. So I was looking forward to trying to completing that whenever the Galvatron comes out. Wave, um, three. wave three. Picked up the uh, Cyberverse Deluxes. I really wasn't going to get Starscream, but thanks to Target's website having Prowl's picture with Starscream's bio and Starscream's bio with Prowl's picture, I figured I better order one of each to figure out, make sure I get the. Yeah. Get get, I only wanted Prowl, but. From what I've seen, the Starscream has a really great, interesting transformation. So I'm looking forward. But really, Target, do we really need the giant barcode on the front? Yes, those
3: usually peel off non-destructively.
1: Yeah. Um, Prowl looks really good. He doesn't look like a typical just black and white Prowl. I like the color breakup on him. So that looks pretty interesting. Um, Also, I got it uh, this is part one of a two shipment again from Target when they had the buy one get one half off on figures. I was able to get the uh, I had uh, I've got the uh, X Men Blackbird figure on order, but because of that, it triggered half off on Ectotron after the Afterlife Ectotron version. So I went ahead and picked that up, and of course we all knew it was coming. <laughs> Masterpiece Ugh. RC from which also yeah, has that, a sticker because on. Amazon Japan found. Yeah, because Amazon Japan finally had a uh, them in stock that they would ship. Got it for a hundred and fifteen plus twelve or thirteen shipped, That's which good. was a bit cheaper than most anywhere in the most anyone else in the U.S. So I'm looking forward to diving into that. Uh, also, uh, I also f- I also forgot off topic. I picked up the Marvel Legends Retro Classic Black Cat. I forgot I left her out in the car, but I picked her up as well, just because it's from that spectacular Spider-Man's. Uh, the uh, Fox Kids Spider Man that I enjoyed so much.
3: So two things. Um, first, yes. the Amazon the Amazon Japan barcode stickers actually are printed in Japanese, saying this sticker peels off without damaging the packaging. So yeah. that's that's cool. And, <laughs> I did uh, not, I uh, I did not love Don, that. I wanted to ask you, Don, uh, what common writer belt were you uh, looking for or hoping to find? Well, they
1: well they've got the uh, complete selection double belt. And that was the main one. They've also got the Lost Driver, and the Deno Belt has never been one of my favorites because it's just almost no interaction at all. It's just wave the card and make the noise, but it's like sixty bucks for a complete Common Rider belt. So it's like it'd be it'd be fun. It'd be nice to get for that price.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess. In the case of Deno Belt, it's the era before like they went heavy with collectible gimmicks. So like that is basically the level of interaction you get.
1: Right. But yeah. if you don't want to spend five hundred
3: dollars completing something, quote unquote, like you know that's that's the era to shoot for.
1: Yeah. You know. Other than that, it's just the the the, the complete selection uh, double drivers is much the only one I would really want to get. Mm-hmm. But every time it's gone on sale, it's been out of stock, and it's back in stock, but it's two hundred bucks. So.
3: So that's that's a complete I selection. Wait, for you. on that
1: one. Yeah, yeah I, I got the I, I got the
3: best a... double driver, and like you know, it's the same functionality. It's just the not an adult sized belt part of it. So like, right. I mean, it's a fun thing. Cool, yeah. Rob. Okay,
7: um, had I gotten uh, Netflix Bumblebee the last time we actually did a show?
2: Not that I recall. I don't
3: no, I think I think, so, I no. think you mentioned that getting that when we were um, in between segments on the year in review episode.
7: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh many thanks to uh Wheeljack64 who sent me Netflix Bumblebee at the beginning of December and it finally showed up about a week ago. And yeah, that is a really nice figure and uh, it it looks good. It's pretty much everything I wanted a modern Volkswagen Bug Bumblebee to be. So that's you know that's a character that between that and the buzzworthy one that just looked neat, I think I can pretty well say I'm uh, done with for a good while. Um, also, thanks to Don, who back in early December mailed me uh, "Run Amuck," I think it is. And uh, that showed up recently as well. Um, I'd, I'd gotten runabout already, so I knew pretty much what the mold was about. I think I'm doing something wrong because I cannot get that windshield tab down in vehicle mode on either of them very effectively. So there must be just something I haven't quite gotten down about that. But they do look good in robot mode and they'll look fine in car mode once I can get that part done uh, properly. Cool. But,
3: the robot mode is the better of the two modes anyway.
7: Yeah. Uh, beyond that, uh, uh, Walmart surprised me for a second time and actually sent, uh, sent me Gigawatt. And surprised me a little bit less than that they sent it in a box that was too small and the card's a little bent. <sighs> I wasn't really too concerned about the card, so I'd be I'd be a little bit more upset if uh, I had actually if I had gotten the limited edition one. I did oh, not.
3: Geez,
6: yeah. mm-hmm.
7: But uh, it's not a bad figure. I I again I I feel like I'm doing something wrong because I feel like the arm should tab down. And they just, because of where the tires are, they just don't seem to. And again, maybe I'm doing something wrong, but uh, that's just, that's the experience I've had. Otherwise though, nice, you know, nice uh, use of the sideswipe engineering looks good in all its various modes. And yeah, really happy with that. Uh, Lastly, I did get one off topic thing, which is uh, due to, you know, various shipping issues uh, my br- my Christmas gift from my brother was a little bit late. Uh, I got the high grade silver bullet suppressor, which is <laughs> the my favorite in just utterly stupid mobile suit designs because it has it has a beam rifle that in the sto- in, in story is so powerful that it overloads and destroys the arm whenever it is fired. So the way they fix this is. The model kit has a working crane mechanism and a backpack full of arms so that it can replace its arm for every shot of the 5 uh, shot magazine on that beam rifle. It uh the kit has three dummy arms and one fully functional backup arm to go in the backpack so you wow. can actually you can actually put a functional replacement arm uh with it using the crane on its back and yeah, it's a, it's a really nice model. It's based on a variation of a thing that was a variation of a thing. So it's got like leftover parts for two or three different model kits in in the uh, box. So that is not uncommon with uh, some Bandai kits. But yeah, I just I I put it on my Amazon wish list just because I loved that uh, that concept. It was just ridiculous. And yes, in practice, in person, it is it is absolutely ridiculous. And I am just so happy to have it.
3: Welcome I, to pre I never want to hear anybody,
1: <laughs> yeah, I never want to hear anybody put down Tryon three for being a ridiculous Gundam design again.
7: Well, as a Gundam design, Tryon three is ridiculous, but it's not. You know, it's it's a very, you know, it's a very super robot kind of ridiculous, as opposed to this quote unquote more practical kind of ridiculous.
3: Yeah, Tryon three knows exactly what it's trying to be. Yeah
7: it's it's dumb it's 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 super robot dumb on purpose. The silver bullet suppressor is quote unquote realistic dumb by accident.
3: <laughs> I still don't understand how, like you know, within the setting, a designer wasn't just like, why don't we just build a stronger arm? I think it was kind of just a,
7: as I understand, it was just kind of a uh, like field thing that that was thrown together more or less because they wanted to be able to use the uh, beam magnum but they also for some reason needed to keep the unicorn Gundam like tucked away somewhere is the way I understand it so, so they
3: thought it was a better idea to just like load it down with five extra arms in its backpack instead of like you know field building an arm that's strong enough to take the rifle mm-hmm.
7: apparently so <sighs>
3: Oh, apparently the announcement um, uh, and pre-orders for Masterpiece Fifty Two Plus Thundercracker are up now.
7: Ah, huh. yay! But yeah, I mean, Gundam Narrative, which is where this shows up, is just kind of, I've heard is just fairly ridiculous in and of itself. So I haven't even gotten to Unicorn yet. So I, narrative, I don't know from.
3: I haven't watched Narrative, but like, yeah, they're the F ninety one was its own kind of ridiculous in a way with. Where it took mobile suit technology, but it feels like this is trying to really like usurp that. Yeah. Anyway, that Matt. Is,
2: yeah,
7: that is everything I got this week.
6: Okay, I do not have a lot. Um, I did get the buzzworthy Bumblebee two pack with Spike and um, Spike and Bumblebee. I, I am not crazy about uh, the Bumblebee. Just has the rear quarter panels just hanging off his back in robot mode. There's absolutely nothing you can do with them, but. I mean, for a figure this small, there's going to be some kibble. Uh, I got um, Kingdom Vertebrake, and I like him. I, I will definitely get some more uh, skeletal dinosaur guys whenever I see them, but I'm not still not really you know, venturing out very often, so it <clears throat> may-, may be a while before I add any more. And I got my Cordon and Spinout Pack, finally, and they are wonderful. Um the white paint on Corden's chest could be a little bit thicker, like there's a, there's a little bleed through there, but it's 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 fine. It's not nearly as bad as the mismatched yellows on Sunstreaker, and you know, spin-outs fine. All the reds match up actually pretty well, so I'm yeah yeah super happy with with that purchase. I love them both, <laughs> and uh, no off topic this week.
3: Wow. Cool. Yeah, I forgot to mention my replacement cordon spin-out that I ordered from Big Bad came also this, since our last real show.
4: Uh, John? Uh, let's see. I didn't get anything new per se. I did open most of Studio 86, Studio Series 86. So just a couple things to point out. One, I do think that uh, Hot Rod is a low-key scam. I really do think that, like, they he's the trojan horse like they slipped a deluxe-ish size toy right by us at a higher price point yeah he does have more engineering yeah he does have accessories but in some way they're planting the seed i tell you i'm planting they're planting the seed for a six inch five and a half inch tall thirty dollar toy i'm telling you right now anyway he is very nice, despite him like you know conditioning us for another price hike. Um, he's especially really nice with the head sculpt uh, to the point where he really kind of ex- he really kind of highlights how weird and not good uh, Cup and Blur's head sculpts are. Like Hot Rod is like perfect. Blur and Cup are um, strange. Weird. Yes, so they, I don't know what they seem to have sculpted Cup face for that one
6: very specific scene where he's been torn apart by a squid.
3: Yeah and his box yes. art goes with that as John has uh noted on Twitter.
4: Yes it's very strange. Uh jazz's head skull very nice and like X V said earlier I'm perfectly happy with this coexisting with Reveal the Shield uh jazz because they're doing completely different things. Um uh, like specifically I don't need another cartoon jazz. This is very clearly like a very nice cartoon jazz. While reveal the shield jazz, I think is like more of like apex jazz toy, and so yeah. they're doing different things.
3: So I'm cool. Reveal the reveal the shield jazz is basically alternative jazz.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. They're 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 very successful in two different ways. So mm-hmm. uh, so I'm cool there. Um, and then uh, you know the only thing left really for me to open with studio is blur. So I'll get to him eventually. Um, and then uh, the only uh, fossilizers I have so far, vertebrae. and this week I opened up uh, Paleotrex. Um, I, I really dig them. They do feel like they're from something completely different. Like they're just kind of like thrown into this line, but that's cool. I'll take any new idea in the main Transformers line that I can take. And I do think they're really um, cool and promising. Um, and I hope that they don't... Uh, you know, I fear they're like a... Um, a road to nowhere like i don't know like how how many how much more fossilizer we're gonna get after kingdom which is a shame because you know on second or third try i think it would be really neat to have this um like bone age twist on transformers but uh but i like them and um that is it for this week okay
2: i'm gonna just quickly run through what i got just so that i say that i did um <laughs> krang thanks Don who found me one a couple weeks ago. I've picked this one up at my Target today. So, picking Don. I love you. But yeah, Don, Don is uh, sending me the one that he got me. He's been busy. But I did find my Target. Well, I say my Target. I moved. Well, it used to be my Target. They had like 15 of them. So, uh, it looks really awesome. Super stoked about that. Other off-topic thing. I didn't even realize this was available right now. Uh, that Target had Panthor from Masters of Universe Origins. So, looking forward to that. A lot of stuff that I didn't open yet. Um, Cyberverse uh, Starscream, the Deluxe. I'm looking forward to that one. Um,
3: It really punches above its price point in terms of how the transformation is engineered.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I got this from Amazon back in December, but I donated the one that I got to Toys for Tots since I already had a free one from Hasbro, but I picked up uh, another Kingdom uh, Core Class um, Optimus Prime, which I really love that toy. So I wanted one mint box, mint card. Oh, this is my sealed copy of this. I, got, I also got one earlier of uh, Buzzworthy Bumblebee, the Spike 2-pack. Um, Chris likes it better than I do. I'm <laughs> not a fan of it. Uh, I just don't like the robot mood. I don't like the transformation. Uh, vehicle mode's nice. Actually, I say I don't like the robot mode. The robot mode's okay. Vehicle mode is nice. I don't like the transformation to get it there, and I just I'm not a fan of the toy in general.
3: That's interesting because I found the transformation felt a lot like a modernization of you know G1 Minibot transformation. It's basically the same. other uh, those
2: shoulder panels are a pain in the butt. Uh, it popped out for me. I couldn't get one. Of, one of them. Uh,
6: one of them moved fine or latched fine. The other, could, I couldn't get it to latch. Okay. Uh, uh, one detail on that that I that I actually did like that I forgot to mention is on the back panel of the car uh, is the molded detail that uh, looks like the stickers. Yes. On G one, Bobcat or cliff Jumper or Bumblebee or bumper. Yeah.
3: Um, also, also one last thing on that too. If you feel the texture of the rear tires. Like they're plastic, but they feel a little bit like the rubberized plastic yeah. on the G1 mini cars. I thought that was a nice touch. You may continue, Brian.
2: I need to pre-order Thundercracker. No, I don't. Never mind. So, um, <laughs> one more off-topic <laughs> thing: I forgot. I got the uh, Master Chief and Warthog uh, four-inch uh, scale. It's the nicest GI Joe that I've bought in a couple years. <laughs> I actually really dig it. Uh, my Walmart now has more of these figures, and Target does too, I may end up picking up the 4-inch scale toys. Actually Who did we pro-
3: determine was um, manufacturing those? Jazzwares. Okay. Yeah, because you would, you were talking about that some on the uh, Patreon stream, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, everybody should go sign up for Patreon and go listen to the archive of that. Um,
2: Kim found me one of the 3D model Optimus Primes, a little metal one. I'll never put it together, but I have it. <laughs> Speaking of metal... Um, the Jada, Starscream, Bumblebee, and Optimus Prime mini-vehicle three-pack. I got that Uh, really quickly. Don stole my thunder. Not that there's much thunder to steal. I just didn't know know that other people had found it. Uh, The Ghostbusters, um, Afterlife, Ecto-1, the Ectotron. Uh, I found out I went to go cancel my pre-order of this at Target, I ordered it in Ultimate Expanse at the same time and found out that that whole order was canceled and I had no idea. Oh. Yeah. So,
3: <laughs>
2: fortunately, I can still pick it up. Uh, let's see here. couple more things. I'll go through the boring stuff first. Uh, Voyager, Netflix, uh, Optimus Prime. I really love the colors on this. I really like the way it looks. Uh, it is, uh, it's my G2. Earthrise Optimus Prime. I totally dig that. It needs a little G2 Autobot tampograph on the leg. Uh, same thing. Soundwave pisses me off now that we got the Siege Soundwave when a few more decisions. And it obviously d- doesn't fit in with Siege because it, it's not hideous.
3: Laserbeak, Laserbeak sticks on the arm for yours. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, mine does
3: not. Oh, we are you using the peg or using the legs?
2: Uh, I am using the peg. Okay, never mind. Because
3: ah. there's notches on the forearm where the feet are Oh, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, see, that, work. That's, that's why I was surprised, because it looked like it was sticking on by the feet, but it's not, so nope. it doesn't matter.
2: Nope.
3: Uh, God, I love You're this. You're just a damn liar. Yeah, I love this. I love this. Yeah, yeah, the thing that makes me mad about that is a few different decisions that we would have had Sound Blaster made off of that instead of the Siege mold. Mm-hmm. I want Sound Blaster off of that.
6: Yeah. With Buzzsaw.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: Let's see here. One, two, three things. Okay, so uh, I was complaining a couple weeks ago how, or not complaining, stating how, how much I hate Pops. I do Complain. hate Pops. Complain. stating I hate Pops. I really do.
3: Yeah, it's not a complaint, it's a statement of fact.
2: Yeah and um, a package came a couple days ago, last week, oh. and there was a flipping damn jazz pop in it. And now you have to buy
6: them all, Brian. No,
2: I don't. You have one. No, I don't. I was oh. at Target, and I saw a sound, this exclusive Soundwave, and I, I I, like reached for a second, and I backed off. I'm like, I'm not buying pops. But yeah, Diecast sent this to me. So thank you, Diecast. I kind of wish I would have thought of it, honestly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I just, yeah, I hate Pops, but they're better than Mighty Mugs. Uh, you're muted, Diecast. Or he's not even there. Do you already go to bed? Yeah, he's muted. Oh, he's oh no, I'm sorry. I, I said, you're welcome. I just wanted to make sure you didn't miss out on the experience. Oh, yeah, I love it. No, thank you. I really do appreciate it. Um, Something else. I So, like Don, I got my uh, MP51 RC. Uh, I've played with it more since uh, I got it last week. I still don't like the transformation because she um, – it's kind of like the Generations toy. She's basically a shell around the robot. Uh, but the robot is pretty killer. Um, I've seen – like, she is highly posable. I have seen some wicked uh, poses that people have been able to pull off with this because the joints are nice and t- there's good tolerances and everything. Uh, our buddy Dusty Griffin uh has one who's doing a single hand handstand with this thing, and it just looks really elegant and everything. So, the robot mode is actually pretty cooler. Um, but I, the vehicle mode is the vehicle mode, but I just hate that she's basically a shell former. Uh, there's just I don't know. a masterpiece, yeah. Well, it, like most masterpieces, like you know, they go out of the way to have stupid, uh overly complicated tricks. Yeah. yeah tricks and overly uh, complex transformations. She doesn't, but it's like it's not satisfying. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I would like to have like I don't know. I just I'm not a not a fan of the 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 transformation, but the robot mode's pretty good. So that's actually improved. And the last thing that I got I've been wanting this one for years. I finally just broke down and got it, and I hope I don't drop it because it's heavy. Uh, Beast Wars 2nd, uh, Taco Tank. Ooh. Yeah. A mental box.
4: So That box is in great shape. It's in yeah. Per-
2: it's in pretty darn good shape, yeah. Uh, just something... I- oh. You know, I've never even
3: seen one of those in person.
2: Uh, I-, I haven't either until I got this one. <laughs> I Keep saw, it
3: away from Studio Series Cup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh.
2: I saw recently where a bunch of folks, uh, just you know, friends that I follow, in various places have happened to get this. And I'm like, darn it, I'm going to join the Cool Kids Club. And I sure did. So and I didn't buy anything during the show. Uh, so uh, real quick, of course, um, tfradio.net slash Amazon. We would really appreciate it if you could use that and buy some toilet paper or something. That would be great. It's what pays the bills. It's, uh, we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash tfradio. Uh, we have all sorts of content we're posting there. We're really enjoying doing the History on the Fives podcast. Uh, that's been a lot of fun lately. Uh, and I want to thank our patrons at the Touch tier. Uh, specifically, Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, Emmett Stresevich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Matthew Dedman, Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, Ness, Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, and Spider Bob. So thank you all so much for being patrons at the Touch tier. If you want to get your name mentioned and have a chance to be on History on the Fives and go sign up at the Touch tier at patreon.com slash tfradio. Uh, plugs. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio. We have everything at tfradio.net. Years worth. Going back over 20 years of shows. Oh, my life. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I'm personally on Twitter at bkilby and Instagram at Brian Kilby and at bryankilby.com. Chris, how do people get a hold of you?
3: I'm personally on Twitter at chrisrtxv. It's my birthday next week. It always is sad because I'm old and dying. Uh, but if you would like to send me something from my Amazon wish list, uh, that's at tfradio.net slash chrislist And that does uh, send back to also help with the show expenses. Yes. Um, for my toy photography work, you can find uh, all that collected at playwithphotography.com. I'm also on social media at playwithphotos on Twitter or instagram.com slash playwithphotography. If you'd like to uh, show some support and help me keep doing this, or, you know, give me the birthday gift that keeps on giving and become a $5 patron for a year, that'd be pretty cool, too. Patreon.com slash playwithphotos. Um, starting at $2, you get early access to galleries, and up from there, you get other uh, non-tangible benefits, but benefits nonetheless. Because, like, what kind of tangible benefits can you even do with, like, a photography website? Prints, I guess, but that's logistics. Ooh, you know what you can do? You
2: could, you could get uh, one of those Instax cameras, the and, like, you could take a personalized photo.
3: I don't work in film.
2: It's it's not film. It's like Polaroid. <laughs> it's like...
3: That's film-ish.
2: Yeah. Ish. I actually I got Kim for her birthday last year, a Polaroid camera, and JC for her birthday. I got the in, Fujifilm Instax camera, which is, like, a tiny little picture, but I love it. I want one for myself, so okay sorry anything else i think that's all rob
7: okay uh i am on twitter at figure viewers and rob flails rob flails is the twitter from flail which is my youtube channel still covering gun battle operation 2 which uh it last week it added the gun mark 5 i got it that's a lot less ridiculous than the silver bullet suppressor and you know <laughs> still fun to play um if you uh like what I do over there at uh, youtube.com slash flailthroughs, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash and throw money at me for, in exchange for requests. And uh, also, if you just want to send me something when you're done sending Chris something for his birthday, there is tfradio.net slash claylist, which, just like Chris's list, does send a little bit back to Brian.
3: Sweet. For the show expenses. For the show I expenses, think. yeah. For the
7: show expenses.
3: Diecast. You're muted, by the way.
5: Uh, you can follow me on Diecast. No, you can follow me He's on Twitter asleep. at Diecast, too. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. And uh, you can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast and see all my reviews at tfradio.net/slash reviews.
2: Cool. John? That John D everywhere. Rob Springer's not here, but he is at Robo Rob Springer on Twitter and his own base.org. And the podcast, uh, the zonebase.com podcast will be back. Transform Squadron will be back next month. So, okay, that's it. Don? Oh, Don. <laughs> I thought I already did Don. Sorry.
1: It's okay. I can reach on Twitter at hmrc the number four evr.
3: I knew you hadn't because he was muted up until just like fifteen seconds ago. We'll, we'll see you next mm-hmm. week. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
0: This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network.
5: It's better than crack.